Welcome to It Sounded Like a Good Idea at the Time, the weekly podcast where we talk about whatever we want. I really need to like drill this down and have a better opener. But I like it. Okay. Uh, we are not experts talking about things that we would like to be experts in. Uh, yeah. Or the things we know we never will be. I don't know. Yeah. I think more that one for okay. me. Sure. Personally. Okay. Mine is just always trying to flex that I'm not an expert, but could be if I wanted to. <laughs> Did I fool you? Yeah. Yeah. That's our subtitle. Yeah. <laughs> Sounded like a good idea at the time. Did I fool you? Colon. <laughs> My name is Caroline. And I'm Hannah. And we're so glad you joined us today. Yes, we are. <laughs> so last week we brought the PM energy. Uh, we yes. recorded it at night and said that that's what we were doing from now on. Several of you commented that you really liked the nighttime energy. Well, Sucks for you because yeah. it is. You're going to hate this. 5.43 in the morning. Yes. Um, I am being a jerk and going on a work trip tomorrow through yes. Friday. Which I'm considering a vacation. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be sending hate messages accordingly. Yeah, go for it. Um, <laughs> so our plans for a nighttime recording have fallen through. Are you but saying you're are. staying in a hotel? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Which I'm actually pretty bummed about. I know. I was going to say, well, that now I won't send as many no, hate messages. Still that would some, be, but... Yeah, that would be Shangri-La to right. go on exactly. a work trip and then have a hotel room all to myself. By yourself. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm staying in an Airbnb with a couple of coworkers, which, mm. I mean... Okay. Yeah. It's it fine. should be fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I do really wish it were a hotel room. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where they just, they shut that down because it's cheaper. Oh, yes. 100%. I work for a nonprofit. I was going to say, you need to go to the for-profit <laughs> world. Right. Chance, get us that hotel room. Chances are, if I had had a hotel room, I would still be staying with my two coworkers <laughs> in the hotel room. So <laughs> yeah. this is great. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but I'll be in Austin Tuesday through Friday. I've never been to Austin. Yeah. If you're listening and have um, recommendations, I won't have a ton of free time. I'm going to a conference. But if you live there, one, let me know. I'll be there all yeah. week. And if you've been and have places that you love, let me know because I'd love to check them out. I think Austin is a really cool city. I'm going in May. Oh, really? Uh huh. Why for a wedding. Do you lie to me. Family wedding. We've okay. talked about it multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm excited because I've always heard about like Austin being cool. Yeah, before. it's always been on my list. Right. Of stuff. Well, South by Southwest is there, right? So that's probably why. Yeah, that's right. It's all over the place. But um, there are also some like real world road rule challenges oh, there. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Austin is one of the cities that we were considering moving to back before we had kids and all that. And we were yeah. like, before the old we can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, just for fun. Like we thought about moving to at least one other place just to get some new. We did too. Nashville was on our list. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Nashville. Yeah. I was interviewing for a job there to move us there and then got pregnant. So same <laughs> Did you? Yeah. we had so many plans and then i got pregnant yeah i was interviewing um with dave ramsey's company oh interesting yeah, yeah. you could be rich and yet could be and yet here, here you I are <laughs> looking ridiculous here i am staying in the airbnb with you not, not rich dave, Ra- dave ramsey's employees are getting hotel rooms i will tell you that much <laughs> i can guarantee it i can guarantee it they are for profit exactly exactly oh boy oh but they are they are they missed out on that one not having you 100 percent. well Anyway, here I am. Yes. Uh, and here you are. Here I am. How was um, your week? Great. I am very excited about this coming week because... I just told you I'm going to be out of town for four days. Sadly, I do realize how that came out. That's unfortunate. <laughs> but um, this week, we are finally launching our website. Yes, we are. I'm so excited. You have yes. worked so hard on this. I Well, and the fun, the annoying thing about websites, I don't know how to like do front-end design. Oh, yeah. um, I started to learn, and then Passan convinced me to switch to um, iOS design, which 
I didn't love and stopped doing. Okay. And had I stuck with what I wanted to do, I could have... <laughs> could have had this up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I could have at least known what I'm doing. It's a lot of learning on the job. And we can't afford <laughs> someone to make it for us. So. Yes, again. Again, uh, this nonprofit Again, <laughs> if you had just taken a job with Dave Ramsey, we could have... I could be bankrolling this whole exactly. show. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm really excited, though. We um, have been wanting a different way... Another way to kind of expand um, our conversations, and we end every week with, oh, I wish we could have gotten into this more, or an hour later, we're like, oh, I forgot to say this, Um, and then throughout the week, something else comes up, or we want to talk about a book we love, (laughs) or a Netflix show, so we're really excited to have um, that platform, and it's pretty bare bones in the beginning yeah of course but it still feels like i put a ton of work into it and it's pretty i'm like where are the perfectly done templates that look nice uh yeah true templates are where my bread and butter is we need um website sponsor because (laughs) oh yes exactly all podcasts recommend squarespace or wix anyway today we are launching that site and it's called do you want to say the name? Do you want to do a drum roll? What do you want to do? I'll do the drum roll. Oh, I'm really bad at this. <laughs> it's called Good Idea Girls. Okay, what is it called? <laughs> yes, it is called Good Idea Girls. Yes. Check us out at www.goodideagirls.com. We don't really do www's dots anymore in the yeah, world. Yeah, but it just like... It's brought lame. back like... Yeah. HTTP colon S. HTTPS colon... Yes. Good idea, girls. Whatever. Ty- yeah, typing good Listen, idea. There's girls. one slash. I don't know. When people talk about like, <laughs> I get confused when people say backslash. I'm like, it's this. Yeah, or like slash. forward slash. I'm like, no one's t- no one's hitting the one on top of <laughs> oh, your keyboard. So no. whichever one that is, it's not that one. Right. It's literally the one that you never used. <laughs> exactly. Um. Anyway, and we landed on that name after months months of trying to find a good name so don't you dare act like it didn't take months to think of that name <laughs> which is ironic and um or i i shot it over as like a how, this would be hilarious yeah. <laughs> and then i'm like should we <laughs> i yeah. felt like it landed somewhere between pbs and porn yeah which i feel like really defines us right. pretty well it's really our sweet spot yeah. so Usually when I'm giving an elevator pitch about our podcast, that's usually what I say. Right. Think of PBS. Think about porn. Exactly. Put those two together and here we are. Why don't don't we have tons of sponsors? (laughs) That's lining your squirt face. Where are you? Yeah, really. Sponsor packet. All right. I'll update it. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, all that to say, check out goodideagirls.com today. And uh, that sounded like I was about to sell something. Yeah. No, but really keep checking it out. Um, yes. We will both be contributing to it. Mm-hmm. Hannah is really owning it, which has been a great uh, use of her skills. And <laughs> That I have learned along the way. That sounded more pandering than I meant it to. But that- <laughs> she's, she's worked real hard, everyone. Just, you know, shoot her <laughs> a message. Just give her some clicks. Please okay? just say thank you. Listen, refresh it a couple times yeah. and click out. I don't know. Forget <laughs> about it after that. Set a reminder to just t- like click it once a day for... <laughs> For the analytics. Play some Sarah McLaughlin. Think about <laughs> Hannah's big sad eyes and click on it. Yes. Um, yeah, we'll be updating. How often do you think? I don't know yet. I'm just happy to get it out there and then think of a schedule. My goal is frequently because I feel like we're yeah. always saying, oh, wait, I wanted to say. And yeah. the goal is pieces for the most part that you can read in five minutes or less. Okay. Yep. Because 
we ain't got the time. <laughs> no, nobody does. We don't have the time to write it. Mm-hmm. We don't have the time to read it. But, yeah, I think it'll be great. And we'll also be using that time or that space um, to share some of your feedback. We've talked yes. before about what great thoughtful feedback that we get from you guys. Right. And, um, and frequently you professionals who know more than we do. 100%. Right. And we're like, yep, that's exactly what we meant. Right. <laughs> so anyway, we'll be sharing that there. Um, when when, and if you give us permission to do so, we have right, some right, right. lined up to share. Um, <laughs> Everything you've privately DM'd yep, is out in the open. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. We're um, Anyway, so yeah, please check it out. The, the end of that <laughs> plug. And, and now it's over. Uh, we'll only plug it once every five minutes from here on out. I promise. Yeah, that's right. You, <laughs> you can check out our entire collection of thoughts on goodideagirls.com. <laughs> exactly. Moving on, there was a really detailed piece done this week or last week, technically, now about um, LuLaRoe. Oh, and yes. And how these founders... D- Diane and Deanne, I can't remember yes. which one. I'm pretty sure they were featured on last last season of The Dream. They right? were part of the Dream's bonus episodes before right, season right, two. Right, right, right. Okay, that's where I heard their names then. Um, Diane and De- Diane and Deanne are twins mm-hmm. from a family that had many kids. I think they were the youngest or something. And then Diane, whichever one mainly founded it. Yeah, I think Deanne. Okay, Deanne has, like, several kids and grandkids. Mm-hmm. And um, so the title of the article, which I'll link in the show notes, um, is just about how LuLaRoe has kind of sold the promise of financial stability yeah. to especially, like, moms who really either can't afford childcare because it's absorbent, <laughs> exorbitantly expensive. Which... I have some thoughts on if you'd like those now. Otherwise, I'll share them later. I do, yeah. Just in t- speaking of childcare costs, um, I feel like childcare is very expensive. When I look at our total line item at the end of the year, we spend a lot mm-hmm. of money in childcare. But on a Facebook group that I'm on, um, somebody posted, it's like a career mom's page, mm-hmm. like, hey, we're struggling on whether to have a third, um, mainly because of childcare costs, which always right. makes me really sad. Right, of- exactly you your family plans have to be in line with right. what you can afford for how to care for them care for them yeah. not even in the basic like food right but, but daycare. right um and so people were dropping what they spend each month on daycare and the number of people who have two children and are spending more than twenty four hundred twenty four hundred dollars a month on daycare was blowing my mind really like, and the, is this a local a group or, it's a local so group. that's not even in like Mm-mm. more expensive cities no they, and that is mainly in our area which is really the suburbs not right, even like right, in right. center city like, yeah um but over 300 dollars a week per child um not including diapers and food yeah um, not some, yeah not including the cost of a child yeah some do include food in that but you know, for these people, it was like $600 a week for their two kids. And so they're saying, you know, factor that in if you right. know, another $300 a week. Um, and a few people were saying, yeah, we just took out um, a home equity line of credit to pay for child care. Yikes. Which then led to the discussion, why do you work? What is the right, purpose? Right, And it I've was really... a discussion with some friends. Like, they're like, well, at this point... My check is my paycheck is basically just for childcare. Like, what's really the right? Well, it was interesting to get the feedback, especially for educators, mm-hmm. because apparently in North Carolina, if you leave 
the school system for one year, you have to start over on your oh, clock of counts. So, okay. you know, like when you've been a teacher for 30 years, you do have some good benefits that kick right. in with your pension and whatever. But let's say you've been teaching for six years, have a child right. take a year off, you're back at square one. Really? Um, so they're saying, you know, it's worth it for us to take out X right. amount of debt to pay for this so that I can continue to right. count this so that later I'm you right. know, able to. And then other people have said, you know, the career gap for women is one that's insurmountable if I take five years off in whatever line of work that they're in. Right. Um, which it just left me feeling very thankful for the situation that we have uh-huh. and the flexibility of my job, though I joke about not getting paid well. It. I really have no complaints about my job for that. Right. But to in case you are not familiar lately with the cost of childcare, um, this is twenty four hundred dollars a month. I mean, that's like two mortgages to right. send your child to a, a care center. So anyway, yeah, that was just an aside. Yeah, it's it's insane that we have to pay so much. Yeah, basically. Um, and, and then, I don't know the solution because uh, right. there is none. There. Right, exactly. Even if we had universal pre K, pre K is not usually. Like, all day. Mm-hmm. At least not that I've seen. Like, it, that's usually daycare, which is different. Right, right. That's what really drives me crazy because it feels like LuLaRoe and companies like LuLaRoe have really preyed upon women in that, you know, they're like, oh, you know, have financial stability. You don't have to pay $2,400 a month. Right. Um, whether you want to or need to work. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to pay those you don't have to pay those costs. You can stay home and make your own schedule mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yep, yep. Work and, from your phone. Right, right, right. And here these women are. And the story, like reading about some of the debt is staggering. It, yes, it really is. And it's it's like really, you know, for me, I'm like, oh, well, I'm glad I'm not in that situation. And then I'm like, I'll, it's, it, I mean, there, but for the grace of God, go I. Like all they wanted, all they yeah. wanted to do was be financially stable yes and um you know now they have like i think some people had taken out like second mortgages a bunch probably a bunch of people in the article they interviewed like um some people so anyway it's it's a very thought-provoking piece and i'll link it it Mm -hmm. was really well done it was actually from um, buzzfeed news so yeah you know we've been watching um on hbo the show mcmillions ah i've been wanting to watch that okay it is me to it so good um there are only three episodes out right now i don't know how many are coming out um but you know all my privilege i am not used to having to wait for episodes i know <laughs> I, oh i know it. yeah um and like, of course the rest yeah we binged the first two episodes because they were out and right we finished episode three last night and we're like uh excuse what me do um, we do with our lives now <laughs> but it's really interesting so if you're not familiar with the show i highly recommend it's on hbo um and it's a docu-series mm-hmm. that is – the cast of characters here is incredibly entertaining. So, really? Oh, for sure. Okay. The story itself is very intriguing and then this cast of characters is – Right. They couldn't have cast it. But, like if they were casting a right, right, funny right. show. Anyway, it – I grew up with the McDonald's Monopoly game. Yes. Yeah, you also did. Um, Later, but yes. Okay. That's hurtful <laughs> and unnecessary. Um <laughs> But I never really knew, like, why they stopped doing yeah. Monopoly. It's like you didn't really hear about it. It yeah, just kind of fizzled out. it was just out. done. Well, that's because for ye- for years and years and years and years, it had been rigged where somebody was stealing Monopoly pieces, the winning pieces, and then handing them out why to... Why not doing that? <laughs> right, yeah. To, well, one, you were, like, in embryo, so... Right, exactly. Um, why were you not doing that? <laughs> Seed money for the pod. 
if I only had had a bigger picture for my life. Um, but basically they were going around and building a network of friends and colleagues that they were handing out these winning pieces to and then taking a percentage off the top wow. and then letting these winners win. Wait, were they insiders? Well, Hannah, I don't want to spoil it. Okay, okay. Um, but the story of how the people who were approached about winning the million dollars, or yeah. it was not always a million, sometimes a hundred thousand. Sometimes they were like so garbage, no money, right? Yeah, <laughs> trash. Um, one episode three, if you are interested in watching, particularly tells the story of this woman who was just so desperate to do something for her son. Right. She was a single mom that she was willing to do whatever and didn't right. think through all of the what ifs. And uh-huh. you can see the FBI had this whole sting when they heard about it. Somebody like tipped them off. Huh. Um, and they put together this production company to do like a documentary on um, McDonald's mo- monopoly winners, knowing that they were going to be asking questions of these people who they knew were not legitimate winners. And yeah. so they have it all on tape. Oh, so this wow. FBI was posting this film crew and you can see this woman, like, as she's being asked questions, like, you can see it dawn on her, like, that she's caught. But she continues to act like she's not. Oh, oh it's upsetting. It, well, and she was just talking about the deal that she made basically with the devil of she was giving them more to pay them off than she was right. bringing home. And she was like, right. I was in a worse situation than I was before. Right. Um, and I don't know. It was like, it would be easy to be like, well, you moron. You right. Totally. Totally. But I can just picture being at that desperation point of, oh, yes, if somebody has a what looks like a way out, why right. you would take it. And I think that's right. what these LuLaRoe and, again, other companies like them where mm-hmm. you're like, well, if I just take out this amount right now, right, it will pay off. Right. And then we'll be out of this stress or I'll run. be unburdened right. or I'll be whatever. And that's just right. not – it's not the reality of most. I know everyone's heard stories of people right. who – Which, and if there weren't those stories, they wouldn't be successful. For sure. As a company. Um. Yeah, if you haven't listened to the Dream Podcast, yes, that, please that do. That is probably our favorite podcast yes. ever. <laughs> they do such great work. Um, we're into season two, and we are listening to it like together, almost the way that you watched a show back, like at the same yeah. time as your friends back in the day. <laughs> and so it's like fun to compare. Um, although I think I missed last week's episode. Oh, that vaccinations. Oh, I totally. I knew missed you it. hadn't listened to it because okay. I would have heard yes, you okay. repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yes, I have to listen to last week's. Anyway, um, but if you want more about Lula Rowe in particular, the bonus episodes between season one and season yeah. two um, specifically talk about what happened with Lula Rowe and why when the buy-in was so right. high, five thousand dollars to buy in, which is high. When yeah. I worked, when I was in high school, five thousand dollars was the cost to franchise your own Chick Fil A. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, again, could have done that. Yeah. Yeah. With my yeah. life. Um, with your McDonald's. <laughs> exactly. But, like, for the founders are millionaires easily. Yes. Oh, for um, sure. And, well, like... Many times over. Many times over. I couldn't remember how many millionaires. Hundred million, hundreds of millionaires? Probably. Um, And, anyway, take a few minutes and read the article because it's really well done. Mm-hmm. As always, I think it behooves us all to be aware of the way that women are targeted as yes. as a marginalized group right. where regardless of your race you being a and i think like a new mom or a woman uh-huh. who's like trying on the border of being able to stay at home or not right right i think that many comp- i know that many companies know that it's it can be a crisis point for people right. and women 
are not just going to be like, well, this is what we're doing. I mean, I think women are always looking for a way to better their families. Yes, and, exactly. and men are too, but I'm specifically talking about women. Right. Um, especially if you feel any kind of guilt about not making money anymore to bring uh-huh. into the home. So just be aware of how you're being marketed to and targeted to, right. especially when, when the, like, marketing line is we know that you're looking for a way to help your family exactly Here is it, yeah you know yeah to pay off your student loan debt yes yes just vet it well mm-hmm. because i'm sure there are some great opportunities out right, there right but yeah yeah the second season of the dream is based on wellness which has yes. been really really interesting you know we've talked about it and we think it's a sham except for when right. you also take your vitamins well yeah um i buy in yeah sure (laughs) i have stopped taking them after like what episode two of the dream season two well one of the episodes recently was um focusing on goop yes gwyneth paltrow's um brand and i truly do not understand why people dislike gwyneth paltrow i don't love her i really really like her (laughs) and i i think why i like her is because, like, she does not pretend to be anything other than what she is. Like, True. That's like, true. I like that. Incredibly unattainable and uh-huh. accessible and living a lifestyle that none of us can afford. Right. But she doesn't apologize for it. You know, like, yeah. some try to be like, but I'm just like you. Right. And she's like, I'm not. Yeah, so, like, I'm here's what here. I do. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I do. If you can't afford it, sorry. Yes. I just really like her. Um, I listen to the Goop podcast sometimes, and there are some very good episodes. There are, yes. There's one we'll be talking about in the future. Right. Um about sex, right? Yeah, sexuality. sexuality yeah. Um, okay, and, so and sex, I guess. Yeah. Well, so there's a Goop show on Netflix now. Goop right. Labs. Have yeah. you watched any? Of no, it? I want to. Okay. 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 Well, I would really like for you to. Yeah. I don't know where to begin with it. Okay. I've watched the first three episodes. Then I need to bleach my brain for about three years, and then I'll watch the other. Okay. Um. If you've watched it, I really want you to reach out to me so we can talk about it. Um, the first one is fine. It is interesting in a way that is off-putting. Yeah. So it's about um, basically these retreats that are held in rainforests where you go and microdose on LSD and yep. sign me up and psychedelics, and then like have these guided therapy sessions through uh, whatever. Um, so yep. several goop, sounds legit. Several goop staffers go and do this, and then they also show like some people who have had some very good um, responses to it, like through PTSD and stuff like that. Okay, mm-hmm. trips me out, but okay. Yeah, the next one is about how you can teach yourself to never be cold. So what? I could teach you some tips because you're currently wrapped in a robe. I am. Um, because it's chilly up <laughs> and here. Slippies. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm not because I've watched Goop episode two. Exactly. Goop, you talked yourself out of it. <laughs> Goop episode three. It's a lot. Okay. And I kept thinking, does Netflix know about this episode? Did really? They? Netflix see, has basically no standards. You see many, 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 many vulvas. <laughs> <laughs> Just let's right watch this, your- <laughs> like the one you made me watch. Uh, the segment from the Grammys. Right. Or Oscars or <laughs> oh, whatever yeah. one. Let's watch it that was, right That was worth it. Now. So. Um, and then this lady takes uh, her client through how to orgasm. Sure. Which, okay, I, let's pretend that, like, I have no issue with this becoming a TV show. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Imagine being the camera people here. Oh, yeah. For this part of it. Yeah. Like, and they're just like, 
grimacing. I'm trying yes. to, <laughs> I did a face and then remember this is an yeah, audio medium. Visuals don't help us. Um, I just really need you to watch it. And I really need to explore <laughs> Goop as a brand because I don't, again, I don't dislike it. I, I think that Goop as a brand is very pretentious, but it doesn't bother me. Like it is, right. it is what it is. It doesn't bother me either. It is. Yeah, it is what it is. Whatever. I will continue to listen to some episodes of the podcast. I will not subscribe. I will just check it every now exactly. and then. Um, and I'll continue to like Gwyneth Paltrow. Because they have professionals on. So like, it's yeah. not, it's not like, like they have like people outside of their spectrum that's what yeah well and i think that any any approach to wellness with lots of alternative ideas you should just you know do your own research Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um episode three i would consider it groundbreaking tv (laughs) (laughs) Um, but i was literally like oh i guess they're not gonna show it oh my gosh (laughs) it's a lot in your face so i just really need you pisan was telling me that um there's enough science backing some of it at the beginning that it kind of like draws people in like science. Oh science yeah, for like sure. That. Yeah. Some real science. Um, in episode three, again, I don't think is wrong. I think we as women need to be more aware of our bodies. Sure. Um, just, it was just, uh, it was interesting and I'm very interested in Netflix seeing it and saying like, okay, Netflix doesn't have, they don't because they're not cable. But what I was thinking of is there are a lot of shows that are still adult shows that are available through the kids portal side of things and it's very easy for kids to you know access the adult side of netflix which i guess is true for any and all tv yes but it was just it was interesting like porn on the internet well sure if you want to talk about that (laughs) just saying um yes all of this is accessible but it was just i don't know i just hadn't seen anything like that yeah i'm obviously (laughs) gonna go watch immediately i need you to um because i'm so curious so I gotta listen to the latest The Dream episode and watch that. I've got a lot of content to consume. You do, but I need you to watch Goop Lab immediately. Okay. Now politics. Right. So um, there were there was another set of de- debates in Las Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, ahead of the Nevada caucuses, which just um, went down, I think on Friday or something. Bernie won a decisive victory. <sighs> <laughs> Please don't edit that. Out. And uh <laughs> don't you worry, I will not. And um the debates I I was trying to catch them live, but I got my times wrong. And um so time that's a bummer. I know. Um we should all be on one time zone. But anyway, it it was just <laughs> Hot like, take oh. universal time zone. <laughs> exactly. It was looking back so I went back and watched like a bunch of most of the footage. It was hysterical my favorite part of big events is like going to see like twitter. a twitter rundown <laughs> totally of... buzzfeed after it yes exactly um they're with their the ip that they steal from people yes <laughs> to put away, together oh gosh, articles so good it's incredible and um you had some thoughts on oh uh, your your friend your buddy michael bloomberg mm-hmm. here's what i'll say i feel like he is the gwyneth paltrow of this election oh where <laughs> He, yeah. He doesn't try to pretend that he's not right. who he is. <laughs> like, you know, what I don't love in politics is someone who clearly has access to lots and lots of money. And pretends they don't. Pretends that they exactly, don't. Yeah. And they are just part of the people right. and can relate very much to low-income struggles. Right. It's fine if you care about them, but don't pretend right. that, like, you know them if you don't. Right. Exactly. So. Not like, I'm one of you. Yeah, right. No, like, you're I not. don't. You're yeah. not. You're yeah. obviously not. Even if you came from that, you aren't now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
Uh, he doesn't pretend. <laughs> I, w- I sent you last night. Um, I clicked on Buzz or I went to BuzzFeed and a big banner pops up <laughs> that's an ad from Mike Bloomberg. And it's like, what would you do with a billion dollars? And I'm like, oh, for the look. <laughs> he doesn't. I really want him to win, not for any policies and right. uh, at all. I don't even think that he would be that great as a candidate. I just I, I align with him fine. But his marketing campaign yeah. is excellent we talked last week about um you know again his i don't know Instagram why you aren't attack. doing that and I making us seed money i told you about my new client didn't i right I, didn't, I didn't find and then even that what would you do with a billion dollars is yes like, it's just yeah so outside the box campaign right. advertising right. i would and buy, I, buy an election is what i would do yeah i feel like this <laughs> i feel like it is so refreshing right I, again I don't. I do not like him as a person. Right. I do not think he would be a good candidate right. for us. I am very impressed by his marketing. Yes, exactly. It's like it, the marketing teams ha- are like an aside from the actual corporation to me. Like yeah. Wendy's marketing. Yeah, I was about to say. I think that what he did was hired freelance some of Wendy's social media people yeah. and made them his marketing team. And right. I, I really appreciate it. Right. Um. Yeah, I was glad to see him finally on the stage because I believe this is the first debate he's been involved in. That's I, from my very scant research. It looked it that was way. hysterical to see the memes of like him writing a check for like a million dollars to Elizabeth Warren in the tag yes. line, subject line was "Please stop being mean to me." <laughs> <laughs> um, interestingly, in that recap, and I didn't do much further research than the recap you sent me from BuzzFeed, which made me laugh very hard by recap Um, you mean roundup of twitter responses well that is recap these days um (laughs) twitter jokes i was didn't hear much from joe biden and wasn't he involved in that yeah but he did not have a good showing in nevada which i think he has been claiming that people of color love him so can't speak to that but it's not looking (laughs) great for him so far but it was interesting that in the 25 tweets that were rounded right um, because everyone really turned on mike bloomberg right but i feel like maybe that really helped joe and pete oh yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, helped joe biden but he just kind of like he's like slipped through like (laughs) 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 did you guys see bloomberg though he's here (laughs) yeah like who wants to talk about mike again right exactly (laughs) he's a billionaire ever heard of it (laughs) right well and then yeah so amy klobuchar Mm -hmm. and pete Really got into it. Right. Heatedly. Yeah. Um, my favorite, like, I don't know, GIF that I've seen, like, I just keep thinking of it. And it makes me laugh, like, all weekend is this meme of two people just flipping each other off. Aggressively. Aggressively. And that's all they're doing is like, flipping each other off and, like, walking across the street from each other. And they just keep flipping each other off. It's hysterical somehow. Yeah, it is very funny. And um, that's, that's like, they're like, Amy and Pete in this election, or in, in this, this debate. debate. So it's looking like, from what I'm seeing, that Bernie will be right the nominee. <laughs> I sent the, the the one I sent you yesterday of like that that girl who's like crying and dancing. Yes. It's been used a lot. And it was like the Democratic Party realizing they have to unite behind Bernie. Ugh, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, Caroline is gonna love this. <laughs> it was really good. And I here's here's my conundrum right now. Yeah, I don't want to repeat how I felt in 2016. Mm-hmm. I'm getting close. What I, is your biggest problem with Bernie? Uh, I don't think that he is a presidential candidate. I think that I thought, he's a yeah. fine political influencer. I think mm-hmm. there's some change that he represents, which is fine. Mm-hmm. He's more liberal than my belief system, mm-hmm. which, okay. But even beyond that, mm-hmm. I just don't think that if you look at him as a total package, yeah, he represents a presidential nominee. 
to me. Yeah, I definitely to me, um, Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar are like way more yeah presidential. Well, and that I, being said, the person that is currently our president is well. Again, has we broken all molds. Yes, 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 yes. That is true, but I don't want to be left not caring about either candidate mm-hmm. and then feeling like. I don't like a vote is disingenuous, mm-hmm. though. I think a vote for anybody is an ample vote against our the current president, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with at this point. Um, but I also am very disappointed that with a lot of diverse um, candidates in the running right now, mm-hmm. we will still be left with a situation where it is two older white men yes. uh, running against each other. And I feel like, well, how far have we actually come then right. in four years? And right. that is really disappointing for me because I'm like, right. you know, again, policies aside, I did feel like there were some really great opportunities to do mm-hmm. something different. Yeah. And not in a way that feels like quota. Like we need a right, right. Or pandering or, or something. Yeah. Or it's just we like, just okay. need a female nominee. We have right. good options. Right. And yeah. It really, if, if I sit and think about it. It, which I, I mean, there's only so much you can do with your one vote and, right. you know, our broad influence. Yes, yes. Um, but and two microphones. <laughs> exactly. Uh, one vote, two microphones, new podcast yeah, episode. Perfect. Anyway, um, but I, it really, really bums me out. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, I don't, I do feel like Bernie is too much of an idealist. I felt like he looked in, in 2016, like, the only option for anyone who wasn't very, very centrist. Yeah. But he's not that now. Like, and I, I just think he's too, I don't, I will be curious to see if he's a nominee and if he becomes president, like what he can actually get done. Because I don't think his policies make as much sense in, for where we are at as a country. Well, and I will get behind him eventually. Like, I mean, I will vote for him. Yeah. I think what, for me too is there's a whole group of people that I feel like won't be swayed yes. away from their GOP affiliation right. by Bernie Sanders right. that I worry that I don't think that he is the candidate that will win against right. the right. I have actually no idea because I'm like, can he win? Like, I, I, At I this mean, point, literally, we know anyone can win. Right. There's been a large swath of people who have said since 2016, Bernie got the nomination stolen from him. Yeah. He should have been the nominee. Um, and then after Hillary won, she started, I don't know, talking with him. Like, she mm-hmm. changed her policies up a little bit. And um, I think that he kind of looks like, oh, well, we could have had him and then maybe, like... He could have won, and it's... but do you think that people who would have voted for Bernie, yeah, voted for Trump instead of Hillary? I no, I think they didn't vote at all. Okay, or they voted for Jill Stein. Oh yeah, because my she had like two and a half percent of the vote overall, right. or higher. I forgot about her. Yeah, um, but yeah, generally I don't see him as a uniter of people who are looking for a, right. another candidate. And that's kind of where I'm considering myself uh, right. at this point. Like, yes, I joke about it could be anybody. And that really is kind of true for me. But I also want to feel, like, good about it. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't think that he's that candidate for me to be right. like, okay, this is exciting. Right. Somebody new. I also have concerns about his health. Um, right. I would have been very excited <clears throat> for Amy or Elizabeth. Yeah. Because I do feel like they would have been more... For everyone. Yeah. When um, is the DNC? June? 
May? May? May. I think it's in May. Okay. We'll check. Um, And then uh, also last week, Elizabeth Warren, um, I don't know if she came out and made a statement or it came out, but she has always been very loud about not accepting money from PACs Mm -hmm. and uh, maybe just super PACs. I can't remember. I'll link this article as well, but... um, and the headline was Warren reverses her state her standing or uh. whatever. Um, basically, she's saying, and, and the quote is, "Well, this is how it has to be." And so I was like, "Well, I gotta check this out." Yeah, obviously. Um, clickbait title yeah. for the win, and and so she says, "Okay, like, yes, I don't believe in this, but every single other person is doing it. So how can I compete if I can't yeah, like if you can't access that right? Part. If you can't if you don't have the money to get your name out there." And then you have like billionaires who are easily buying these things or like other people who have who are accepting money from these large interest groups. Right. Um, like how can she even compete? And I, I wonder if she would be further ahead if she had accepted money. Right. Um, or something like that. Like, but it's an interesting point. Like she mm-hmm. really tried to like play by the rules that she believed in and she has not won. Yeah, that won't get you anywhere. Right. Unfortunately. But that's also just such a sad landscape yeah. of our politics these days. Right, right. And I truly believe she is the better candidate and is getting the short end of the stick here. Yeah. Well, I will be incredibly disappointed, even more so, if Bernie is our candidate and there is not diversity represented in the vice president yes. choice. I yes. will be – if it ends up as a, another white man <laughs> – in right. the VP running, yes. I'll be. I would definitely feel like very all you have done, all you have done to basically get people to like support you who are people of color, who are right. women, and this is this is how you repay that. us. Like yeah. not yeah. you know not not us, but like you know the people who really are like going to bat for him. Yeah, like he needs to repay them by getting more diversity everywhere around him well i think you and i were talking about this around president's day you know norbeth was asking what a president is and we were kind of starting that conversation and she was asking me to name a bunch of presidents and so i was naming them all Mm -hmm. all of these men and i said you know hopefully soon a woman will be president and she was like oh there isn't there hasn't been one like she was just generally confused like why and i I am just really disappointed that in 2020, we still haven't. Right. And it again, really, I was really not a fan like... of Hillary. So this is not me saying Hillary should have won because right. I didn't feel that way. But I'm just so tired of this narrative of re- still. Like still, still it's the older white men yes. we have to pick between only. And by my, the time my girls are voting age, like is it still going to be right. this mo- Because I just don't want the headline of any female to be ripped away or diluted by first female nominee or first female candidate right. because to me that that takes away from their platform yes. who they are yes like i joke about can she do it yeah i yeah. joke about elizabeth warren's skincare routine because her skin is flawless right but people talk about that before they talk about her politics right. and like or even like hillary had like a bout of pneumonia or got yes, sick or yes, something yes, yes. and like no one talks really about bernie's health no. Like, and he had, like, heart issues. Uh, yeah, like, but he's not, like, revealing right. he, after saying he would talk about his medical, right? basically his health report. Now he's backtracking, so he's not going right. to. But regardless of that, I'm like, these things just should not be the leading headline anymore. Right, exactly. 
And my kids will still see that because it'll be another four years. Yeah, it's just so I really felt like, okay, based on the patterns of history, we'll bounce far into another direction. Right. Well, and then... Go ahead. Sorry. I mean, by policy, yes. But by representation, if you are looking at a wall, like on uh, Parks and Rec when Amy Poehler is like, these are all the mayors of Pawnee or whatever. And it's like all these white men only. Yes. And um, she's like, soon my face will be here. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what it like our presidents will still look like for at least four more years. Well, and I think it's for Obama, obviously. But like the men. Yes. But then I think, okay, so let's say Bernie wins. Mm hmm. Well, in four more years after that, so eight years, he'll be he'll be running. How old is he now? He is seventy eight. So, seventy eight. Right. So let's say he wins. Right. Then four years he'll be eighty two. Which you're talking about Biden? No, I'm talking about Bernie. Bernie's seventy eight. Yes. So you consider that all of you. But I will say, and again, this is not about politics. People um, talked about Dick Cheney being too ill and old to hold his. Um, seat as VP with mm. Bush and Bernie is older. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I just think like if we have a if we have a limit of 35 is the youngest you can run, we do need to think about a limit for how old you can be. Right. I'm sorry. Call me ageist. I know. I was just like, thinking like it's not not to be ageist, but like you do. <laughs> I mean, like, like this isn't a pope position. Right. Like, right. Or like, I don't know, the monarchy over in England is talking about it too with queen elizabeth and prince philip but he's 78 now so let's say at the end of a term he's 82 right you rerun him so he's i mean i guess that's what you do so then the democratic party at that point would not run a woman for another four years after that true and most likely the gop will probably not because let's be honest right they're not like known for their representation of that right so then you're looking at another eight years out, right? And then let's and say then Bernie our kids wins are very again. old at that point. They're yeah. teenagers, right? They're entering about to start voting, right. and that just makes me like, yeah, really sad. And not to mention that let's say Bernie went two terms, he would be eighty six. Like really, right? Let's just right. Let's just call this what it is. Exactly. Um. So that's where we're at. <laughs> Sorry, that's all the things I have to say. <laughs> no, I, 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 um. I, I mean, I think it's good to get into this kind of thing. Um, I also just saw the headline. It's a Fox News headline, so take it for what you will. Um, Bernie Sanders defends Fidel Castro's socialist Cuba. Un- <laughs> okay, un- we're Fox un- News. Unfair to simply say everything is bad. It's a direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> so Bernie's like, listen, I get what you're saying about Fidel Castro. It's not that bad. <laughs> He's so definitely bad. not saying that. That is massively <laughs> underreported. I don't know. That's all I, I um I saw that um, Chris Matthews from Hardball and MSNBC oh, yeah. said, like, after Bernie won Nevada, he um, he compared it to uh, when – I don't know what the French government looked like at the time, but basically when the leader of the French government called Churchill and was like, it's over because the Nazis were overrunning oh, Fran- yeah. France. And I'm just like, stop, stop paying attention to cable news. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> – this is garbage. You cannot compare Nazis overrunning France to Bernie winning Nevada. Well, it apparently not he can the same. since he's friends with Fidel Castro. Yeah. So. Yes. Friends. You heard it here second. <laughs> Bernie loves Fidel Castro. 
God, new hot I take. I cannot handle ca- well, like cable news. New York Times also has a piece out called Bernie Sanders is making a big mistake. It has to do with respect. So I'll be interested in reading that. Oh, click it right now. Tell me I what did, it says. I did, but it's so many words. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, um, we have ended up talking for almost an hour yeah. about this. So we had planned, we totally did not do a book club for February. Oh, yeah. Um. Because we've been busy reading articles. Because <laughs> we've been, yeah, exactly. Um, we both have talked about how we have a, have had a slow start to February with reading. Uh, um, so why don't we take a quick break and talk about it's a good idea to read and we'll yeah. be back. All right. So as Hannah said, it has been a slow start to reading. I realized yesterday, actually right before you texted me, I think it's supposed to be Community Reads episode this right, week. Right, right, right. Um, but I, after much uh, malignment of any book so far this year, like I just haven't finished any. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've I, had a hard time getting into stuff. I flew through two this week. All right, let's hear it. That's impressive. Yeah. You are very busy. Um, Actually, oh, yes. Okay, three this week. Wow, three. Yes, yes it says three in the last 10 days. We'll say that. Sure. Okay. Um, first one, very chicklety. Um, from okay, I thought that was the title. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should be. Uh, it is a very chicklet style book um, from Meg Cabot. She wrote like the Princess her. Diaries. Right. Um, Just an easy, quick read. Yes. And I have been following her for a long time. She kind of veered off into like some vampire fiction for a while. So right, I, right, right. She lost me for a bit. Oh, but that's she's back. <laughs> uh, yeah. She's back um, with a new series this the first book in it is called no judgments um it takes place in a little island off the florida keys um Mm. and a girl trying to reinvent her life um and she fled new york to this little island and is now going to stay through a category five hurricane okay so romance ensues it was quick easy yeah no brainer next after that i read leon uh, moriarty uh nine perfect strangers it's her newest yes i've been wanting to read that yeah um interestingly we talked about microdosing lsd Uh from goop there is some storylines that borrow from that in this book um which is interesting so apparently this microdosing lsd is not a so we're the idiots yeah obviously (laughs) um every every listener is like right right you got there (laughs) you guys are finally microdosing lsd (laughs) right that's what we're doing next time we record um but it is. I think that she's a masterful storyteller. Of, I, I agree. Um, she's character easily one of my favorites. Yeah, it was. Um, I had no idea what was happening in the book, like how it was all going to weave together at the end. I've heard mixed reviews about it. I think Me too. people haven't loved it as much as Big Little Lies. I just have to look at every book as I can't compare it to the other things no, that they've done. Right, and you can't um, compare it to something adapted <clears throat> by HBO. Oh, totally. Yeah, and I just don't think it's fair to put every author in their one huge hit of every yeah. book is that way. Yeah. I don't think it's better or worse. It's just right. I felt like it was very I'm good. I'm going to read it for sure. You should. It was good. I had started it like four different times and returned it every single time or run out of my hold on it. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I finally finished it. It was very good. Um, once I got into it this time, I flew through it. Right. And then finally yesterday, um, I read in like maybe 24 hours or 30 hours um, – Lisa Jules, The House We Grew Up In. And I've heard of that too. I really, it may go up there with me 
as before we were yours of book that's hard mm-hmm. to read but yeah excellent um again it's a family it's multiple viewpoints multiple right. char- characters but it deals with very difficult issues mm-hmm. um but you went through it really fast so quickly it's yeah. such an easy read the way that lisa jewel presents these issues like hoarding um is one of the main ones throughout is in a very approachable way um suicide is a part of it um affairs adultery some uh i don't know nuances of incest Mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel like dirty or too heavy even it's just it's so good i really did fly through it um and highly highly recommend it those all sound like things i would want to pick up yeah now my now my issue is going to be finding one right after you always do that that you find like um a lot of good content yeah and then never and then nothing well and then it's a dry spell yeah i um did just open um gary janetti he runs the um your favorite yes he's instagram my favorite account. he's so funny he runs the um instagram account like gary Janetti, um that's basically prince george's spoof, take on the prince royal family george. it's so good <laughs> um but he wrote a memoir a few years oh, ago did? it's it's quick it's like 160 pages oh. called do you mind if i cancel which is a great name. <laughs> I'm and, immediately hooked. Yeah. And so I'm interested in that as a complete take of trying to find another novel. Right. <clears throat> giving myself a palette, a palette cleanser. cleanser. Yeah. Um, okay. So my Kindle went mysteriously missing <laughs> Did it? for most of February. Um, right when I was reading through. Yeah, really yeah exactly. Very suspicious. I finally found it yesterday. I've turned my house over like three times and now I finally found it. Right. Right when I was coming down on you about it, it showed up. <laughs> Um and and where and, and where did it show up, Hannah? Under my mattress, which is exactly where you would put it, <laughs> Caroline. Anyway, um, I finally finished. It took me a while, but I finally finished the fifth season early in 2020, which is a sci-fi by N.K. Jemison, and it's really good. Okay. Um, is but, it YA sci-fi? No. Or, okay, definitely not. But I, it was just so I don't know. I couldn't like get into a book this year yet. Yeah. And then since like. <laughs> This week, I finally... I haven't yes. finished these, but I've finally gotten into three. So, Do you um, read them at the same time? Mostly, yeah. Oh, dear. Um, well, one is nonfiction. That doesn't matter. It's a mess. Well, I guess one of them I own, and then the other two are library books. So the one that I own, I'm not, like, going through as fast. The other ones yeah. are, like, holds that became available. Sure. It's not up to me, Caroline. <laughs> I get, well, it is. It's up to the hold gods. <laughs> anyway, um... So I'm reading the second book. Um, I talked. I've talked a lot about Tomi Adeyemi, who wrote *Children of Blood and Bone*, which, yes. which is YA fantasy, and it's really good. I know um, a lot of people have like commented YA books to us before, so this yep. one is going to be a really good read. So her second book, *Children of Virtue and Vengeance*, came out I th- end of last year, beginning of this year. Okay, end of last year, I think. And so I'm into that one, mm-hmm. um, which is very good. Like she writes almost. She's Nigerian American. I believe I don't want to mistake that. So check and make sure. But she's also just a great author to follow on yeah. Instagram. Like she's very inspiring, very upbeat. And um, just I don't know, like she's like the kind of person that you could meet. It, it feels like you're friends with her. Like you oh, could yeah. meet and like maybe chat with her for a bit, like would be super nice to meet. That sounds great. Um, So I'm really into the second book so far. So that's the first one. The second one I heard on another podcast um called good christian fun which Mm -hmm. i have been really into it's really good yep um it's called pure 
by Linda K. Klein, and it's about um, purity culture in the evangelical church. Oh. And it is, I am not even that far in, but I'm hooked. Like, yeah. I, from the first few lines, um, I think a lot of us, if you were raised in the evangelical church, will yes. really identify. Um, I can't wait to read it because we talk about it a lot. Right, right. And it's something we want to get more into, which is why I... You know, I I thought, oh, this would be a good. <laughs> we want to get more into it, so I'm just sitting here waiting for us to get into it. You research, so <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that, exactly, that defines us well. Uh, yes. So, one thing I like about her is that it is very easy to find content from writers who um, have been raised in the church but have left the church. Yeah, she is not that. She still like loves to read the Bible herself. Yes. And stuff like that. And so I think it's good to get that perspective yeah, she's still on feminism. Into her faith and, yes. Yeah. And um not just like a feminism that completely rejects yes. um her the spirituality that she was raised with. Um so I I liked that. That was a bit of a refreshing take for me. Yeah. The in that it didn't feel aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like she's not out to change your mind. Yeah. About, that's great. about what you believe. She's talking like purely mm-hmm. <laughs> about purity culture yeah. and shame and that kind of thing. So I really recommend that one as I'm currently reading it too. And someone who I listened to on this other podcast highly recommended it. Yeah. And I enjoyed that interview. I did really like that so interview. We'll link that episode too. Yeah, so it was really good. good and the last one is a library book that I just got a book book of Oh, because I got it recommended from, um, I think it was on the New York Times books to look forward to coming out in 2020 mm-hmm. that I sent you recently. Yes. And then I was like, wait, none of these are available. <laughs> So I put this one was the one that I if I'm if I'm not mistaken, this is one of the ones that was the most quickly available. And um, it's called Amnesty. This is maybe the first. Is this right? The first book I've ever recommended on here, not by a female author. Oh, it's probably the first book I've read in a long time, not by a female author. Yeah. So this is no longer. (laughs) I know. I pretty much only read female. authors. Yeah, I I pretty much do, too. Maybe my last one was Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yes, yes, probably so. Same Maybe, for me. Yeah. Um, this is by Arvind Adiga. Um, he is an Indian author. And um, this it's a book. It almost seems to me, it does not seem young adult. It seems like adult fiction. But it seems like, did you read The Sun is Also a Star by Nicola Yoon? No, but I know exactly which book you're talking okay, about. Okay, and you've seen, have you seen the movie? Yes. Um, so, you know, it's like over a course of like a day and the decisions yes. that you make. It seems kind of like that. It's about a gotcha. Sri Lankan um immigrant who's living in australia in sydney um i believe illegally yes illegally or he isn't a citizen or something like that and he when he see he comes upon like a murder scene Mm -hmm. and um it's basically where he has to make a decision to report it because he based on other evidence he thinks he knows who did it and he's like if i report it i risk deportation and he's like fully assimilated has like a life and a girlfriend and all of that yeah or if he doesn't report it injustice prevails right so it's just kind of about that and um that's called that's amnesty good, so I'm that really, sounds great like really very to get into that ethically right charged, right exactly yes which i love i love those kind of things that make you think so anyway that's great that's the six things that we yeah. have or are currently reading this weekend <laughs> that's right yeah um we will get back with a community read for march or if yeah. you have something that you can't wait for us to read i'm actually joining um a book club I missed the first okay. meeting last night, but well, um, you're welcome to join me for the next one. Um, <laughs> I will never make it to that already. I, can t- I want to so badly I know, already. That is really what I don't I'm, even know details, but you said book club and I'm in. I know. Well, that's my but fear. But I can't. It's my fear uh, that this is going to happen. But it's on Sunday nights, uh, once a month, 
I think, or once every other month. I don't know. I'll, re- I'll reread the email. But it's <laughs> – um, my friend Rachel started it. She's a pod listener. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Um, where she – Hi, Rachel. To be clear, I was not acting as Rachel to you. <laughs> that sounded like I was responding to you. Hi, Rachel. You're role-playing. Role-playing, <laughs> Rachel. Um, but she wanted to do a book club focused on Newberry Medal winners. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Which I think is – very interesting and i'm excited to reread yes those some i haven't ever read the one mm-hmm. from this month i hadn't read before so anyway i think it's a good um spin especially as right. i've been struggling to read this year yes it's a good focus yeah well good this was a lopsided episode yeah. we did not intend <laughs> yeah we really plan to take this in a little bit of a different direction but as always bernie wins yeah <laughs> the white older man always the wins. politics win um have a good rest of the week and please check out the website Yes, check um, it out. If you know anything about coding and can give me tips yeah. on websites, let me know. <laughs> anyway, um, and please, as always, rate, review, and subscribe. Only if you care to give us five stars. <laughs> as I said, we accept zero other options. Also, our Venmo account. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can find us on Venmo at Did I, be a girl? <laughs> I wish. All right. Have a good week.